For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. Right, let's have a little catch-up before I get into what I want to talk about, what I want you to know in this podcast. So I think back in, God, when was it? I think it was December or January what I put it out on the podcast that I needed to go through my wardrobe and start pulling out stuff that I don't wear and selling it on vintage. I finally got round to that this week. And this is something, actually it's, it's, do you know what, there's probably a lesson, in, there's a lesson in everything isn't there, there's probably a lesson in this as well. And I realised I was procrastinating over it and I couldn't understand why because really it's not that difficult I'd made it difficult in my head I thought oh god like I've got to try this stuff on and that's the way to get better pictures and it's going to take us ages and I don't want to have to try stuff on because I'll be in my pjs like because obviously I can't do it till my son's in bed and I'll probably have jumped in my pjs by then and there was a whole story that I made up on how hard it was going to be to put some stuff on vintage and there is I would like to say there is at least 75% of my wardrobe should go on vintage there are so many clothes in there that I don't wear anymore that are just taken up space and I had put it out on here a while back back in January or whatever, God, four months ago, back in January that I was definitely going to start doing that, clearing out space. When we clear out space, we feel good. But also when we do stuff we know needs doing, like we also feel good as well. So I knew there was going to be like a good reward at the end of it. Like I'm not, it's not for money that I'm putting it on there because frankly, you don't get that much selling stuff off vintage. But I like the idea of it definitely going to someone else and that getting reused because I am um, 
I'm interested in sustainability, like I make sure I do what I can. And I, I love the idea of that. So, so it wasn't like I was going to feel amazing, like, oh my God, I've got all this money to spend and buy new clothes. It's not that because it goes for, for, for next to nothing. But it's nice to know somebody else is getting some use out of something that you no longer have use for. Anyway, anyway, I'm digressing. So between putting it off, putting it off, and I went to go and start... I'd, I'd made a commitment myself, I've got to get this done, this is doing my head in, that I've got no room in my wardrobe and I could be doing something about it. So I started doing it on Wednesday night, I think it was. And my daughter was, she'd been revising, she's got exams coming up and she came upstairs and she wanted to start chatting to us. And I was like, fear I'm about, a, I need to put all this stuff on vintage, can I just have two minutes so that I can take pictures and things like that and she's like yeah yeah and then just trying to chat away to us now I know what she was doing she was using me to procrastinate over not doing her revision she's like but I'm bored and I was like I know darling but you've got revision to do can you just go and do it and in the end I literally had to shove it and like shout at it to get out of my room it wasn't my finest moment of parenting and what I realized was oh my god like I'm actually getting annoyed and frustrated about this thing that I have to do and I didn't even want my, and my husband came in while I was trying to try some of the things on to take pictures. And I wanted him out the room straight away. And I realized I was quite tense about the whole thing. And I was like, this isn't me. Like, I'm normally quite chilled. Like, what's going on for us? And I realized the reason why I'd been putting it off is because most of the stuff doesn't fit us. And I don't look the same in it that I did two, three, four years ago or whatever. And that was the thing that was bothering us, knowing that I'd have to try this stuff on and I wouldn't feel good in it. And so, so, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. I can't change it. I can't make myself look better about it. But I can still do the thing that I wanted to do, which was to put these things on vintage. So I just, you know, sucked it in, took the photograph. You only saw the bottom half because it was mainly trousers and things. And, and I managed to do it and I felt so, I was still a little bit worked up afterwards because I had to come down from it, like, because I'd been so worked up about it. But I felt so much better and like, I know now, A, it's not as hard as I thought it would be putting this stuff on. B, it's quite easy. It's a quick process. I could probably put two items a day on and uh, and get through it that way. So it's done, but I realized that I was holding an emotional attachment over not doing it, and I didn't realize that that was happening for us. So there you go, there's a little lesson in there that you didn't know, I didn't know I was going to give you, I was just going to fill you in on my week because I was really proud of myself for actually doing it. And what else have I been doing? I've been preparing for the training that I've got tonight, so if you're listening to this live on the 25th of April, you'll know that I've got some free training tonight. And if you haven't already, and it's something that you're interested in, that you have a desire to become a life coach, or you're interested in knowing more about it and whether it would be an opportunity for you. And if you have limiting beliefs around that, that you know is holding you back, then absolutely do sign up for it. So I've been getting the, the slides ready for that and redoing that and I've been working with um, a new website designer and although I got a new website done at the end of last year, I'm still not happy with it and what I've realised is, is that actually it's because there's probably two parts of it. One, it doesn't do what I wanted it to do 
um, because I wanted it to have equal footing for the academy, but also my one-to-one coaching. And it just doesn't look as good as I know it could. And I have my friend Leslie Stevens working on it, and it is going to be unreal. And I can't wait to share it with you. I've got a photo shoot booked in a few weeks, which is going to be amazing to, to, to get some new shots for that as well. So it's, oh, honestly, I can't tell you how excited I am about it. And I know it's just a website, and it's not something to get excited about, but I know how sad I am about one, how much I've paid to, to get the end result of what I've got now how I don't like it and I am you know if there's something not where I don't know it's like you know if if you ordered a sofa and it's not what you thought or it doesn't look right in the room or it's not the color that you thought when you eventually get to the point where you can get rid of that and and you can change it or you can I don't know sell it and at a loss and 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 then buy something new it, it, it feels really good so that's exciting that that's coming up so as soon as that's ready oh god she said six weeks as well like how amazing that that could be ready in six weeks so that's really exciting that that's going to be happening. We had in the last week, which I think I talked about in, in last episode, uh, my old podcast producer was in the academy talking to the the coaches, the, the students in there around, you know, how easy it is to have your own podcast and how it's available for them. And that was brilliant. That was one of the best guest experts we've had in the academy so far. And I think what it helped the, the, the students to understand is, is that things like this are absolutely accessible for them. And it's not that hard. And he got loads, they asked loads of questions. And it was just, it was a really, really nice um, guest expert session that came in. So I loved that. Then Mart and I from Canny Crystals went to my friend Holly Matthew had an event called Restival. And we went to that on Saturday to to support her. And that was lovely. And there was loads of nice speakers. And it had me getting really excited again for setting up a retreat. And oh, actually, you could help me with that. Because I need feedback for this. Because I can't decide what to do next with it. So in the past, I'll explain what I've had. So I had my Be Happy retreat pre-COVID. And it was lovely. I would run it four times a year maximum kind of 10 people at any one time it was a two-day event they stayed overnight in the hotel they got access to the spa facilities the um what else did they get access to a treatment they got um food on the first first and second day and breakfast on the second day so lunch was included both days and breakfast on the second day what else did they get? And then they got me for two days. And, and it was brilliant. It was lovely. And and I really enjoyed it. And I don't really know where to go next with what that looks like. Do I continue doing retreats that are a bit kind of wellness and it includes treatments and, and, and lovely kind of access to, to spa facilities, but it's high ticket. So it would cost, you know, a good few hundred pounds to, to come and do that if not you know close to about I think we'll be looking at about 600 pound I don't know I'm guessing I've no idea because I'd need to then get costings from wherever I decide to do it and there's less people and it's a real immersive experience or do I do something low ticket and there's more 
There's different people there. It's like a mastermind, a big live mastermind where you'll come and you'll hear from different speakers, guest experts, and it's a real kind of like day of personal growth and personal development. And it's still in a lovely venue and we'd put lunch on, but it would be a one day event. So I would love it if, one, if it's something you're interested in, could you just message me on Instagram and say, Jude, I'd prefer the spa retreat or I'd prefer the the the, the kind of mastermind day, the low ticket one, whichever one you, and, and I mean low ticket in a sense of, you know, it might be kind of 50 pound or something to come for the day. So w- whatever you, w- you would prefer, if you could let me know, that would be amazing because that gives me a really good idea as to what my audience wants and also what you would want to get out of the day. That would be massively helpful because I do get people still coming to me all the time asking if I do any retreats. And I guess because I've kind of got it in my head of I don't really know which one to go down, it really sways me when I'm looking for the event space and where to go. Um, Because if I know I'm just doing it for a small number, then that really, and obviously if we want the the, the real kind of like beauty of it being a a lovely, luxurious retreat, then I I know what what space versus you know, it's harder for me to look for somewhere like that, but I'll find it. But it's really easy for me to find a venue which would hold, you know, greater numbers and and it and it have that like, you know, high five, high for energy, but more of a personal growth outcome to it. Anyway, I'm babbling now. Love your feedback on it. So what I want to talk to you about today is limiting beliefs because I've done episodes on this before and it's something that we all know that massively holds us back and it's something that is definitely going to be in my training tonight and a huge focus because limiting beliefs stop us moving forward. It's a belief we have about ourselves and because we have so much fear or anxiety around us, it stops us moving forward. And I wanted to do an episode where I really support you in helping you to remove the block and get really factual about it. So whatever it is, whether it is that you have a desire to become a coach, or whether it's something that you want to do in your personal life, but you know you're holding back because you have a limit and belief around it. So let's get into that for you now. So at that point, I just stopped recording because I had to go and pick up my lunch from the Lebanese place over the road. So on a Sunday, I normally, well, most days at work, I normally just have whatever's in the office. And the only thing that's ever in the office is brown flake cereal. So that's normally my lunch every day when I'm in the office, which is good because it stops me overspending. It stops me eating snacks that I don't need to eat. So if I'm doing a long day in the office, I tend to treat myself. So I've just had, oh, a lovely Lebanese wrap and some chips. And I feel very, very full. Anyway, we digress. So, limiting beliefs. And let's look at these in in two different scenarios. So, a limiting belief could be, I'm not good enough. I'm an imposter. Soon people will realise I can't do my job. So, say if that was a limiting belief of yours, you need to delve deeper into that. 
okay? Because that limiting belief will always have relevance. It will always be relevant to something that is triggering you at that moment. So say, for example, if that's the limiting belief, but the trigger is you are having to deliver a difficult message at work, and you're worried about what they think of you, your team, and I say that because we've just done that example with a client today, then you need to start looking into that in more detail and brainstorm it. Like there's no point in having an anxious thought or a limiting belief without doing the work on it or else it'll stay, it'll remain, it'll continue to be present. And that's why, you know, breathing techniques and meditation will only go so far because you need to do the deeper work on what's coming up for you and what needs to be solved. You know, anxiety will always be present when there's something that we need to deal with that we are choosing to ignore or be fearful of or allow it to fester without actually doing anything about. So say we got we got deeper on that and then the next level is I've got to deliver a difficult message at work. I'm wondering that I'll lose the respect of my team or what will they think of me, etc. So then you have to dig into that further and look at the outcome. What outcome do you desire? Well, my desire is that I want to get the team into a better place. Or my end goal is that we'll deliver on whatever the company's asked us to deliver on. Okay, so that's your starting point. That's the end goal, the result that you're working towards. Your emotional attachment is what will they think of me? So then you have to decide, right, well, if it was me, how would I want this message delivered to me? That's always a really good starting point because you're you're a really good indicator of how you would want something delivered to yourself. Therefore, you can then deliver it in that way. Think about how you want to be seen. So think about your management style. How do you want to come across? How, who do you want to show up as? Then go deeper into it again. What information do I need to deliver in this meeting? What questions might they have? What objections might they have, etc. So there's one example where I've used it as a, something to do with work. If it was a one that I'll be doing with with the guys tonight, a limited belief around becoming a coach, and one of my limited beliefs was I'm not smart enough, and my fear was doing anything academic because I wasn't academic at school. So I have to go deeper into that to look at what are my actions and behaviours because of that limited belief. So my actions and behaviours was to not do my schoolwork or to do it really quickly and hand it in and not really make any, you know, make any effort. So therefore my results were shocking. So I have to look at, again, you've got the fear, you've got the anxiety, you've got the limiting belief, but what is the outcome? Well, the outcome is, is that I want to pass my certification. Okay, so what do you need to do? So then you have actions, right? You've got actions that you need to take. So you then you can go into, right, how many hours a week will I concentrate on it? What will I do if I get stuck? Who can I ask if I've got a question? What would I do if I don't know the 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 next stage? You know, like there's tons of support in my academy. So there would be answers to all of that within there. But the same if you were going to do a, you know, university degree, 
You know, if you were stuck with something, there would be somebody to ask a question to. And if you say, I don't understand, this is the bit I don't understand, they can then deliver more on the bit that you don't understand. But what we tend to do with an anxiety or fear is we brush it so far under the surface that we try to move on in spite of it. And that doesn't always work. Because otherwise it's still going to be there. It's still coming on the journey with you. It's still in a backpack telling you you're not good enough. But if you start to figure out the solutions, and there is always a solution, believe me, whatever limiting belief you have, whatever trigger, anxiety, fear you have, there is always a solution to be able to support you to get the outcome you desire. And we did this on last week's episode with Mark, it was brilliant. If, if you go to Canny Crystals and you look for my episode with him on, on his podcast, you can see me coaching him through something that was difficult in his business. And it was lovely because we never, we never, we never made it like a real life coaching session, but you can see the process and it's really good. And again, this is what I do with my clients. I, you know, one of my biggest things is to make them coach themselves and to be able to do that, you've got to put the emotion to one side and look at the facts. What am I struggling with? And what is the solution? There is always a solution. And the next part about it is, is not just thinking about the solution, it's taking action action will get you your results but the thing that's going to get you the biggest and best results if you pull back and you review what's gone on so for example you know I hosted a masterclass where people showed up but there wasn't really any take on the on the product that I was selling at the end of it and then I've had masterclasses where people have signed up to something at the end of it and then I've had ones where I've paid £10,000 marketing and nobody signed up to it at the end of it and I could easily go oh my god it's because I'm not good enough or I could go well which bit am I not good enough at am I not explaining properly why the, the, the product's so good at the time I was selling a, um, a course where you coach yourself and it was an online you know for people who couldn't afford to work with me one-to-one I did an online version of this so I had to ask myself, right, why is it not selling this course? Because actually, I, I think it's the content's amazing, it's brilliant. But the reason why I couldn't sell it on those masterclasses is because I didn't believe in the product. And it's actually something I've pulled, I worked on it for months, and I don't deliver that anymore because I didn't believe in the product. I believe that if you want to do this work, then you should be working directly with a coach. Um, in terms of, you know, you can listen, you could go and listen to YouTube videos and, and listen to podcasts and things and you'll get snippets of, uh, of things off there. But if you want to do the real transformation and you're not getting it through these mediums, then work directly one-to-one with a coach. And that's what I believed in more than anything. And I realized that's why I probably couldn't sell it. And there was many other reasons as well, you know, like there's a certain way to do a, a really great masterclass where everyone's engaged and listening because you're delivering content that they want to hear. And, you know, even tonight's masterclass, I've made sure that I've gone back over every other masterclass I've ever done and looking at how can I improve it? What can I get better at? What can I do so that everyone walks away from that and goes, oh my God, like there was so many takeaways from that and I loved it. And even if they don't, you know, want to join the academy at the end of it, 
they will still remember that session or something that they got as a key takeaway that sparked them to help them in their business or where they're at now. And if I had sat with my limited belief of I'm just not good at these things or nobody wants to buy from me or, you know, whatever was coming up for me, then I wouldn't continue doing what I do and I wouldn't be able to improve. And everything that comes to us and triggers us is because it's sending us a message that there is some growth that we need to do. It's not because the universe hasn't delivered you whatever you're asking for. It's because there's a lesson that you're missing because you're choosing to bury it deep in a ball of anxiety and you're trying to go over it rather than work through it. So what can you take away from this? And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. So you can sit with these limiting beliefs, you can sit with these fears. But if you want the thing that's on the other side of this, you've got to be able to sit down and look at what are the facts and what are the solutions. And there is absolutely a life on the other side of your limiting beliefs and your fears. All it takes is just for you to recognize, what do I need to learn from this? And what is the solution that I can do to overcome it? There is always a solution. And even if you think about what is on your vision board right now, if there's anything that you feel like, well, actually, I feel like that's impossible. And I know, you know, I I get that from, from a vision board point of view. We shouldn't think about the how, we should just put it on there. But there's gotta be a way of you being able to unwire the limiting beliefs that are preventing you even seeing that it's possible. So it could be that you look for, okay, well, where's the opportunity? Yeah, like most of the time, if not all of the time, the thing that's in our way is us. So we've got to be able to unwire that and look at what is actually possible on the other side of things. Have an amazing week, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit judedaunt.com coaching.co.uk. The links will be in the show notes.